Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. On the record with White House correspondent April Ryan. Today we're talking about matters of race. Race in the midst of all of the back and forth between the NFL and President Donald Trump over the American flag and police-involved shootings. And then what actually happens to those who've been devastated by Harvey Irma and Maria, we're talking hurricanes. What happens to those displaced? You're listening to On the Record. Former George W. Bush housing and urban development head, Alfonso Jackson. I think one of the things that's very important is that, as, as I've said before to a number of people, as long as there's water on the ground, I think you'll find that many of the people who have suffered the wraps of the hurricane in both cases are fine. But once the water recedes, they're going to want to be housed. And I think the only way that can happen is it must be a coordinated effort on the part of both the state of Texas and Florida in conjunction with the federal government. And so hopefully that will occur. If it does not, I think we're going to have some very serious problems with people beginning to believe, as they did initially with us in Katrina, that we're not there to help them. The back and forth between President Trump and the NFL is just getting started. President Trump says it's all about disrespect of the American flag, but the NFL says it is about standing with those black players who are concerned about deadly police-involved shootings. But this goes back to a very, very old issue, an issue dealing with race. Former Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson said during the Obama years, when there is tension between the community and police, Police, there's a national security issue because there is a lack of trust on both sides. But even with that said, there is still tension and a bubbling up of anger from both sides as both sides are not coming together and understanding the matters of race. I talked to two icons on issues of race in this nation right now. One of those, Congressman John Lewis. What has happened today in America remind me a great deal of what we live through during the 50s and the 60s. You know, we've made a lot of progress. And there are forces that want to take us back. But we come too far and we're not going back. We're prepared to resist, to stand up, to speak up, and speak out. What's next? When you say prepared to resist, what's next? What should people be girded up with when they leave here? Well, all across America, we must be prepared to organize, to resist and help all of our brothers and sisters. And it doesn't matter whether they're black, white, Latino, Asian American, or Native American. We're one people, we're one family, 
We all live in the same house, the American house. And sitting on the unique perch that you have, what are the main issues for the people of color that marched with you or, or you marched for? Um, what are the main issues right now that you see? We got to end this rise of hate and violence against people of color. We cannot allow another development of white terrorism similar to the Klan, the Nazis. Reverend Jim Lawson was also in the movement. Can you talk to me about yesterday compared to today? And what do you see? What is in need today? Well, it's still very confusing. A multiplicity of voices and multiplicity of social streams in large measure because we have a culture that has largely tried to mesmerize us in a way that so that we will not live by our own aspirations and the aspirations of other people. So great, great confusion. But I, I think two things. One is the confusion can be best faced when people recognize that the Declaration of Independence is true. Our gift of life is a gift from the Creator. And the Old Testament says that we are in the image and likeness of life itself, of God. And so we can make our way through the confusion if we exploit that gift of life. It's intellectual qualities, it's social qualities, it's spiritual qualities, it's moral qualities. That's the foundation of any family. It's the foundation of any movement. And it permeates throughout the society. And it permeates out throughout the world. The agenda of most people in the world is not having 8% of the market share. <laughs> the agenda of most people of the world is to care for ourselves, our lives, our children, our young people. Give them a boost up if we can. Care for our family. Care for our immediate environment. And it's that people's agenda that is being obliterated by so much of USA culture. Thank you so much, Reverend Lawson. I'm April Ryan with On the Record. This week, the horrifyingly unexpected. Las Vegas is now the site of the worst mass shooting in the nation's history. In the hours after the fatal shooting, a sheriff on the ground called it terrorism. But President Trump hours later said it was hatred and evil and there was fear. But he never called it terror. So what is it? Domestic terrorism or is it just an act of violence? I talked with John Hudak of the Brookings Institute. This is a, another a tragic event in American history that's, that's becoming all too commonplace. The only thing that differs really is the number of dead and wounded from, from these types of attacks. And uh, we, we have a situation in which um, uh, a deranged individual who uh, committed an act of terror, uh, it's the only way to describe it, he wanted to inflict the type of terror that ISIS does, that Al-Qaeda does, and it's something that some people in this country aren't willing to call that, just because this is not a person of color or someone with an, uh, an Arabic name or someone who's Muslim. But John, the, the sheriff did say he called it terrorism. Oh, sure. There are, there are certainly people who are going to call it this, but I think we have... Some leaders in this country who are 
very quick to use that term uh, when perpetrators look like one thing and very slow to use that term when perpetrators uh, look like another thing. Uh, I, I think I'd applaud the uh, sheriff of Las Vegas for, for taking the stand. He knows that an act of terror hit his city, and I think a lot more people in this country should feel more comfortable calling it that because that is what it is, no matter the color of the skin of the person who pulled the trigger. Hudak contends, as in years past, it's about Washington to act on the gun issue. I, I, what I'll add is I think, you know, the, the president has a, a real opportunity right now and, and a real uh, necessity right now uh, to heal a nation. Uh, this is a nation that has gone through horrific weather uh, this summer, uh, has gone through serious gun violence this summer, um, has dealt with a lot of uh, political protest and contest uh, this summer. And the president needs to be presidential. He needs to heal, help heal this nation. Uh, and hopefully, uh, when he speaks later today, he has uh, a little more uh, con uh, restraint and maturity than he has uh, throughout most of the summer with a lot of what America has uh, needed from him. And lastly, um, along with other fatal, mass fatal gun shootings, what laws would you think need to be put on the books or changed? I, I think when we finally understand what types of precisely which weapons were used uh, in in this situation I think it, it's time for uh, Congress to think a little bit harder about the availability of these guns to uh, average Americans uh, these are clearly guns of war uh, they are not used in hunting uh, you can protect yourself with other weapons uh, but oftentimes the gun lobby's response is, well, if more people had guns, uh, this wouldn't happen. Well, if 22,000 people at the concert last night were all carrying machine guns, this would have been a lot worse. And no one would have shot this guy in a window from 2,000 feet away. Uh, so these empty uh, lines about needing more guns has to, at some point, come into conflict with the reality of policy in this country and the consequences of policy in this country. Standing in the diplomatic room of the White House, President Trump addressed America on what is now being called the worst mass shooting in the nation's history. While using a teleprompter to deliver his speech, the president never used the words terrorism or gun violence. President Trump. My fellow Americans, we are joined together today in sadness, shock, and grief. A gunman opened fire on a large crowd at a country music concert in Las Vegas, Nevada. He brutally murdered more than 50 people and wounded hundreds more. It was an act of pure evil. The FBI and the Department of Homeland Security are working closely with local authorities to assist with the investigation, and they will provide updates as to the investigation and how it develops. I want to thank the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department and all of the first responders for their courageous efforts and for helping to save the lives of so many. The speed with which they acted is miraculous and prevented further loss of life. 
to have found the shooter so quickly after the first shots were fired is something for which we will always be thankful and grateful. It shows what true professionalism is all about. Hundreds of our fellow citizens are now mourning the sudden loss of a loved one, a parent, a child, a brother or sister. We cannot fathom their pain. We cannot imagine their loss. To the families of the victims, we are praying for you, and we are here for you. And we ask God to help see you through this very dark period. Scripture teaches us the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. We seek comfort in those words, for we know that God lives in the hearts of those who grieve. To the wounded who are now recovering in hospitals, we are praying for your full and speedy recovery and pledge to you our support from this day forward. In memory of the fallen, I have directed that our great flag be flown at half-staff. I will be visiting Las Vegas on Wednesday to meet with law enforcement, first responders, and the families of the victims. In moments of tragedy and horror, America comes together as one, and it always has. We call upon the bonds that unite us, our faith, our family, and our shared values. We call upon the bonds of citizenship, the ties of community, and the comfort of our common humanity. Our unity cannot be shattered by evil. Our bonds cannot be broken by violence. And though we feel such great anger at the senseless murder of our fellow citizens, it is our love that defines us today and always will forever. In times such as these, I know we are searching for some kind of meaning in the chaos, some kind of light in the darkness. The answers do not come easy. But we can take solace knowing that even the darkest space can be brightened by a single light, and even the most terrible despair can be illuminated by a single ray of hope. Melania and I are praying for every American who has been hurt, wounded, or lost the ones they love so dearly in this terrible, terrible attack. We pray for the entire nation to find unity and peace, and we pray for the day when evil is banished and the innocent are safe from hatred and from fear. May God bless the souls of the lives that are lost. May God give us the grace of healing, and may God provide the grieving families with strength to carry on. Thank you. God bless America. Thank you. With this week's On the Record, I'm AURN White House correspondent April Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On the Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.